0: Just letting you know at the very beginning that this podcast contains spoilers for Final Fantasy X. You're listening to Level Up Radio. Final Fantasy X is an epic journey. I used to say that Final Fantasy IX was, in my opinion, the best entry point into the series. However, I had not taken the time to play and beat Final Fantasy X. And after experiencing Titus and Yuna's story along with the amazing cast of characters and villains, I now recommend Final Fantasy X as the jumping on point for anyone who is interested in the series. Although I'd never played Final Fantasy before, I knew that the protagonist moved from one world or place into another rather quickly at the very beginning of the game. I had seen some streams and was familiar but had never really taken time to ingest the story or understand the lore. So, when I started the journey in Final Fantasy X, I immediately was enraptured by Titus as a character, his fascination with Blitzball, his optimism, and then when he meets Yuna, and basically it's love at first sight, you go on this incredibly emotional journey. As you go with her and her other guardian companions on this summoning pilgrimage moving from one temple to the next, one challenge to the next, one boss to the next, building camaraderie, building friendship, and then all of a sudden he finds out that the summoner's pilgrimage will end with the death of the summoner. He and Yuna were already madly in love. It's obvious at this point that that is where the game directors wanted you to be and feel. And the emotional connection that the player felt with Yuna and with the rest of the party at this point was so deep and so passionate that when that ball is dropped on the main character, you know, if you are playing the game, you understand very quickly that Yuna is on a basically suicide mission. But the player character, Titus, he has no idea. And so when that bomb is dropped on him, although you already knew it was already obvious, you feel the pain and the torment that he was going through. Titus very quickly becomes committed to find another alternative. Something that will replace the final summoning. To find some sort of reason or some sort of way that Yuna does not have to die. The emotional payoffs in this game are absolutely fantastic. It truly is a love story, a story of friendship, a drama, a mystery, all of these different pieces, in my opinion, make this one of the best games I have ever played in my entire life. What Square Enix attempted and, in my opinion, succeeded to do is unbelievable, considering that this game first came out on the PlayStation 2. All of the fighting, all of the stress, all of the emotional roller coaster that you experience culminates when you reach Xanarkin once again to battle Lady Unalesca. And it is what I want to talk about for the rest of this podcast today. How the battles in this game are just as much of an emotional payoff as the story itself. You have fought countless times at this point. You have summoned Aeons. You have used Lulu's magic. You have stolen. You have broken armor, darkened the ability of enemies to be able to hit you well with Waka. You have done all the things. You've cast Hasten and Haste and Cure and Kiraga so many times at this point. And you are so frustrated with Lady Unalesca and her choice to take you down and the dialogue that you are given by her that when that battle starts and that epic soundtrack begins you have everybody's overdrive limits ready to go and you are ready to lay the smack down and i remember it was lulu up first in my very first battle against lady unalesca and i said hey i know what i'm gonna do i've got lulu's overdrive i'm gonna cast demi as many times as i can and just start whittling down her health So I go, and I get the best overdrive with Lulu I have ever had. I get up to ten, and the demi starts. Boom, immune, boom, immune, boom, immune. Seven more times, nothing happens. On the very first battle against Lady Unalesca, I use all my aeons, and I get her to her final form, where she absolutely kicks my butt. What makes it so frustrating and so difficult is that you are so emotionally involved with saving Yuna. It is this battle that is going to determine whether or not Yuna lives or Yuna dies. Defeating Lady Yuna Leska is what will end the summoning cycle, the calm cycle, and force the party to find a brand new solution to defeat Sin. So as you are going and desperately trying to defeat Lady Unalesca, what you are actually presented with is a very unique puzzle. The battle itself starts pretty traditional. Yeah, you can't do any status effects on her and just basically you need to damage, heal, damage, heal, damage, heal. But then they throw this zombie Into the equation and i don't mean like somebody walking around trying to eat their brains what i am saying is that you can cast a negative status effect on the players called zombie and what zombie does is make it so that you if you try to heal them it actually does damage instead if you cast curaga or cure it will do damage instead of restore health you can't use potions you can't use items You can't use anything except for something that will fix that zombie which is holy water actually you get heavily involved in this cycle of trying to cure the zombie increase hit points and just try to do any damage to lady unalesca you can only have three party members on the field at a time so what you end up doing is only maybe damaging with one person sometimes and the battle just turns into this frustration And you get all of your party members ready to go. None of them have zombie. You're getting some hits in. And then all of a sudden, she throws another twist at you. She uses a spell called death. And death will kill all of the party members who are not afflicted with zombie. Blew my mind. Here I am, thinking I'm finally conquering this zombie cycle, only to find out that I have to survive within being cursed by zombie to do anything. To actually win this battle, I have to do it cursed. So that means no healing, that means no regen, that means not a lot of things that I traditionally would need to do in the battle and as I was running up against this over and over again and just honestly growing incredibly frustrated by this battle against Lady Unalesca, I realized that the entire spiral of Spira and the way it's presented is all about death and how you are trying to take Spira out of this death cycle. And the only way to win the battle against Lady Unalesca is to embrace death. To embrace the fact that your party members are going to go down over and over again, and your only goal is to use a phoenix down, get them back up, and keep hitting her until she goes down. She actually never uses an attack that could wipe out the entire party. And when it comes to physical damage, if you have your party members leveled up well enough, which I did, you're going to be okay. But I didn't realize that I just needed to let them die and then with whoever was left, res them. You could never use a Mega Phoenix down, which would revive more than one because the person who had zombie left would would be killed. I suppose in a pinch that would be okay, but you really aren't inclined to do that because you don't want anybody to go down. And so you get on this new cycle of damage, 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 zombie, 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 health goes down. She'll cast Cure on you, which will decrease your hit points. And eventually as you embrace being zombied as you embrace your party members falling over and over again, eventually, Lady Unalesca is finally defeated. In all honesty, the entire story about Final Fantasy X is embracing sacrifice. Yuna was willing to die for the people of Spira because she cared for them so very much. Lord Braska, her father, sacrificed himself to make it happen. You see Jet, Titus' father, willing to sacrifice himself to bring a calm about for those next 10 years to become Lord Brasca's final aeon. Sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. And although sacrifice is commendable, it doesn't always have to be the end goal. It doesn't always fix the problem. And Titus, Riku, the Albed, and eventually Yuna and the entire party are convinced of this. That something has to change. That they have to find an alternate route. That just dying over and over again may bring about a temporary solution, but it does not fix the problem. That doesn't negate the sacrifice of those who had gone before That doesn't negate the determination of the summoners who go on this pilgrimage knowing. But it does mean that sometimes you've got to try something different. That throwing your head up against a brick wall over and over again is not always going to yield you the results that you want. You may not ever crash through and get to the other side. So it's time to think outside the box. And it's very unique how the boss battles, particularly some of the larger, more complex boss battles, really ask you to do this, to think outside the box, to look for an alternative solution. Everything in this game is uniquely designed to do absolutely that. So now I would definitely say Final Fantasy X is fantastic. It is one of the greatest games of all time. It is one of the best JRPGs of all time. It is a love story. It is a story of redemption. It is a story of transformation. I would love in another podcast to talk about Waka and his experience with religion. But Final Fantasy X, you should play it. I really recommend it for people who even may not be super into JRPGs, but you're sort of interested. The battle system moves quick, it's all very easy to understand, the systems aren't complicated at all, and it's just a lot of fun to play. The remastered versions on the Switch, the Xbox One, and the PS4, and the PS3 are beautiful to look at, fun to play. Yeah, the voice acting feels a little awkward from time to time. But all the emotional payoff and all the fun is there for you. Thank you for listening to Level Up Radio. We'll see you next time.